0: Welcome to Superman and Lois the New Adventures. I'm Tom and I'm Zach and we're here to talk about the CW's Superman and Lois TV series and it's finally back after a very long hiatus seven weeks off. Episode six was here broken trust. Yeah it's it's been a heck of a
1: wait it's been in some ways it's been longer and shorter than I thought it was going to be. It it felt long but at the same time it kind of snuck up on me that this was a new episode and it was out and we got to watch it so uh, yeah I'm very glad for it to come back and I think they came back in a pretty strong way.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I agree there.
1: Uh, but yeah, so the episode was broken trust and a small description. Clark reconsiders his decision decision to let Jordan play football. Meanwhile, Lois's continued investigation of Morgan Edge requires her to trust an unexpected ally.
0: What a very detailed and not terribly vague <laughs> description that we have there. Yeah. I mean, that tells you everything you need yeah. to know. The descriptions are meant to be non spoilery and just give you a brief idea mm-hmm. of what the episode's about. But that's so vague. Lois continued yeah, her so investigation. If,
1: if, if, that doesn't, if that does not sound familiar to you, maybe stop listening to this because we're going to get into spoilers yeah. after this and go make sure you watch the right episode. So like you can put that
0: <laughs> a sentence, the second <laughs> sentence about Lois's investigation. Yes. That could apply to every episode yeah. so far. So far. Yeah, yeah. That, that could. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, directed by Sud Sutherland. Written by Katie Aldrin, who had previously worked on Krypton. So some Superman connection there. Uh, I guess, what'd you think of this episode overall?
1: I, the very first like thought I had was this is a jam packed episode, just lots and lots of stuff going through. I think I remember I, I like checked how much, how long I had been watching the episode for halfway through. And there was like 20 minutes left because I thought the episode was almost over because so much had happened already. And I think that's a good thing. I think they filled that to me signals that they filled this episode with a bunch of stuff, but none of it was too quick they gave enough time to everything so even halfway through the episode i felt like they had spent enough time on the different story beats that it was still a full episode but there was still twice as much to go through so uh, i think they did a really good job
0: yeah interesting i didn't think it was as jam-packed but i guess there wasn't i guess there is a lot going on now that you mention it it just wasn't a lot of new stuff is more continuation obviously than just a bunch of random stuff thrown in there so everything with tag and jordan and everything was continuations of previous episodes which obviously makes sense but um yeah there was a lot of different things a lot of moving parts i suppose mm-hmm.
1: and just overall i i really liked clark and superman in this episode it's it's always tricky when they're trying to balance that i i think this episode had uh one of the best balances between that uh so far in this season
0: i am um, i thought it was another solid episode the i keep finding myself more and more interested in the lowest stuff lowest investigating yeah. edge is by Far the most compelling stuff, and then even though it's kind of the B plot and in this episode and got less time, whereas the A plot seemed like it was kind of whatever was going on with Jordan and um Tag and all that stuff seemed to get more of the time. But I'm very drawn more and more drawn into the Lois Edge storyline,
1: yeah. And I was really impressed with Captain Luther with uh Marcus Clear, Clearwater, Bridgewater. Bridgewater. What is Bridgewater? Uh, I, I was really impressed with his character in this episode. We, we haven't got to spend a whole lot of time with him uh but he
0: he really hit it out of the park this in this episode yeah Wole parks or however it is pronounced he's yeah. just really likable in the role that's another reason i don't want him to be yeah alone. He's just, <laughs> he just seems like a cool guy so uh and he's entertaining to watch he's good with what he does in a pretty complex role so uh yeah i like what's going on yeah he was
1: he was definitely the most charming person in this whole episode i bet yeah
0: um yeah <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a good point i guess he gets the most do with that but he he does a good you know it's written that way the rest the rest yeah. of the cast don't really get a ton of charming moments i suppose but he, he's really good at delivering it and he's entertaining them
1: yeah well let's go ahead and uh, run through the plot and we'll poke out or find things that we like and talk about those as we go on so uh, I, i'm glad that they even though this uh, this break probably wasn't um planned out in advance super well i think it worked out just fine ending with the kind of cliffhanger with tag from the last episode and picking right up with tag standing over jordan in this episode uh so that's that's where we pick up this episode
0: yeah and jordan learned to call superman right away when he's in trouble now
1: yeah which is good because i think he was in big time trouble because he gets he gets pretty badly hurt and that's kind of the ongoing thing in this episode and seems like it's going to keep going forward is He's having these migraines, these headaches. He's Maybe his super hearing is coming in, and he's not able to filter out the things like uh, Clark told him about. But it is causing him a lot of trouble so far. Yeah,
0: it seems pretty clear his troubles kicking it, he said. And he would probably know that if he was with his dad. Instead, probably. he wants to keep this <laughs> from himself. Um, and He's interested in football and all that. But I think he could pretty clearly have solved this problem by just mentioning it. Yeah,
1: it even ends up being John is the one who has to bring it up. Jordan, like, never, ever once, I don't think, was going to tell his dad.
0: Yeah. We can kind of, I guess we can mention this now, but I see JoJo Kent as the villain of this episode. Yeah. Uh, from, I know he's got a lot going on, stress facing Metropolis and whatever this onset of powers are, but he, um, he lets his quarterback get hurt. It's a big deal on the football mm-hmm. football team because he just he's out there playing when he should not be. He... I guess he doesn't injure the, the kid from Metropolis but he gives him a pretty hard, hard hit could have and he puts everyone at that football game in risk at risk um by what's going on his powers maybe attempts murder later in the episode and he's yeah. lucky that all that happens is he breaks his brother's wrist so um, yeah
1: like if that if that punch had landed on that guy's face I I don't know how he walks away with that and walks away from that anytime soon so like you said, every almost everything bad that happened in this episode is a direct result of Jordan's decisions and uh, what he's doing. And of course, Tag,
0: too, you know, does some things to set some things up Yeah, there. But Jordan learns had a punch a gigantic tree in half. So what's that going to do? A high school bullet face, head, neck area. Right. But we'll get into that later. Yeah.
1: But so right off the jump, though, the, Jordan calls Superman. And there's this really cool chase scene where Tag is running and he makes the train derail. And we get to see Superman flying around and... Uh, 3d action using his heat vision to melt the tracks back down put the train back down it was really cool it had a really awesome soundtrack as well and it leads right right into the opening of the episode i i really liked this action scene i thought it was really well done yeah Uh,
0: they seem to have one quick Superman about every episode and mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool one. Sometimes they look a little CG heavy, a little close on Tyler Heckland's face in a couple shots. You can tell it's a CG model, but I think for the most part it looked good. It was a cool action. It was fast and I like the look of it and it was a cool way to, to get some Superman out of the way, help him save some people quick and then get on with the story.
1: Yeah, and it it does seem like with this and with some of the other things, they could be almost generic action sequences that you could drop into any storyline, like a train derailing that could happen at any time and you get to spend a lot more time working on the effects and maybe if it's not ready for this episode you can use it in a different (laughs) episode i don't know i'm probably just making things up but it
0: um, but i don't know how tag i didn't quite see how tag derailed right how he messed up the tracks by just running over
1: i think he just ran on it too fast and they like he was putting it taking a step and it kind of buckled the track
0: that's a lot because we see later his shoes just get minorly worn out (laughs) quick There's, there's a difference between that derailing a train
1: yeah but again just kind of impressed mm-hmm. with the the level of visual effects that they can get for a, a cw show it's it's really right. good uh, clark and lois talk about tag and sam lane uh is looking for him and uh lois also says that morgan edge caused this she's she's 100 sure that he caused this but needs to investigate uh, and clark has been trying to fly over the mines and look into them but they've been lined with lead which is i don't know i don't think it was naturally occurring <laughs> i think they were in they were saying that they did that on purpose, and so that's that's definitely sketchy. Yeah. So
0: Lois needs to go investigate. You wonder if that would be a red flag to Superman to go look the old-fashioned way without his eyes. Right. But they do cover that later. I, I like this scene here. I, I mean, Anytime Clark and Lois are sharing a scene, I like it, and having talks, I do get the sense that uh, if they work together, they would solve their problems yeah. a lot sooner and kind of have complementary strengths and be able to crack these cases a lot faster. I, it, the show does make attempts to re- keep them apart. You know, Clark said he could help more, but Lois wanted him focusing on the boys and that kind of thing. Um, but I, I always wish we got to see them working together more.
1: Yeah, it's and it is hard because there's a lot to juggle now and you want to have you want Lois to have her own stories that aren't completely dependent on just being saved by Superman. So like you said, if there are more stories of them working together on the same thing together, that would be that would be pretty cool to see. Um, but they also, they think that Morgan Edge might be the stranger, um, but they will find out that they're wrong.
0: It, sh- it should be pretty easy and... <laughs> for them to guess at this point if they think it's someone they know. Right. You would think it would be this Morgan Edge or someone he's associated with, or maybe this other mysterious right. person <laughs> who has shown up with ray guns and other powers. Uh, well, We haven't found the ray guns yet, but maybe though, maybe
1: she will start thinking about mm. that now. Uh, but Clark suggests that Jordan sits out the next game against Metropolis because of his headaches. And obviously Jordan is not having any of that. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, should Jordan be playing football here? Uh, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. He, he's making some pretty bad choices in my opinion, uh, especially after this is this is not this is before his incident at school, but definitely after that, he should have taken himself
0: out and just decided it was too dangerous. Yeah, even if he's one one hundredth the power of Superman, that would be yeah. the most powerful. Man-made weapon in the world and capable of going off at any moment on a football field. This seems seems pretty risky.
1: Yeah. uh But Morgan Edge, we we go back to him opening the mines in Smallville and welcoming people <laughs> signing up for to work with him. And he asked Lana to be the leader for him in Smallville. Obviously, Kyle thought it was going to be him. Him, Kyle Cushing. But this is the he was Morgan Edge was kind of signaling uh Lana out in previous episodes for something special,
0: and I guess this is what it is. Yeah. Uh I really like the Lana stuff. This episode I thought mm-hmm. Lana was great. <laughs> Morgan Edge is it's funny how Kyle is his biggest cheerleader and Morgan Edge just yeah. doesn't care. Uh <laughs> he is nothing to him clearly and Kyle doesn't see that and is interested in Lana using using you know he he just sounds like a villain when he talks Morgan Edge if you listen closely to his dialogue. Oh yeah. You have the trust of all these people. I want to use that. <laughs> um so this was really interesting. I thought this was a cool aspect and I like seeing Lana willing to stay involved with edge but she's not buying it kyle's all in but lana's not buying it yeah and i wonder if uh maybe
1: this will end up breaking kyle's trust in morgan eds it, having been wronged by him
0: not getting this opportunity but time will tell or that could possibly create a rift between yeah the cushings as they've been moving closer lately you know they got along good this episode um mm. you could see it going that way too uh, but Lois and Marcus,
1: uh, Captain Luther... I'm just going to keep them calling him Captain Luther throughout this, I think. He's um, the captain. They're, they're there. Right, exactly. <laughs> they're uh, they're investigating, uh, just kind of asking people's questions around here at the the spot that Edge is opening up. Uh, but this is this is what we were talking about earlier. Jordan has a pretty big incident at school where the headaches almost cause him to do heat vision, and John has to kind of calm him down and get him to not do it at school. And obviously, he wants jordan to tell their dad about it but jordan does not want to because he wants to he wants this one thing he wants to play against smallville and I mean,
0: against metropolis and prove that he's not a nerd anymore i guess yeah, he's really passionate about this football yeah. that he first played three weeks ago that's all he's ever wanted yeah. um I, I get it if he was bullied by these kids now he feels like he's got an upper hand although again still seems a little unfair he's have kryptonian um yeah right but John is another good episode for John. He's being the responsible one, being level-headed, and Jordan less so.
1: Yeah. it We, we keep harping on the fact that nothing really seems to break up their like brotherly love relationship. I wonder how well their relationship is going to do after the end of this episode, where Jordan breaks his arm and maybe makes it so John can't ever play football mm-hmm. again. Well, and John just got his think, chance. Um, right.
0: Since Jordan... Thankfully, he got the starting quarterback injured John uh, yeah. gets his chance here. He just doesn't like quarterbacks. So feel bad no. for the third-string guy.
1: <laughs> he's just going to go into hiding. <laughs> um, but, so Lois shows up to talk to the Cushings about Edge and getting into the mines to investigate. She kind of wants to work with them, but uh, they both, in their own way, say that they, they can't really help. She does drop. She's like, you know that I know Superman, <laughs> and he's been looking into it, too, so you should probably help.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lois has to know how she's coming up here right right um guys just trust me i know this guy's saving your town but he's terrible and my proof is trust me yeah
1: but it it does it does fit with her character of being you know pretty stubborn and strong-headed and strong-willed of she knows what the right answer is and she knows the truth and she is probably sick of waiting for other people to get up to speed and to figure out what she's already figured out sure so i i can't see that frustration but yes
0: this is maybe not the best tactic to get people yeah, on your side and you see where kyle's coming from too like this guy's trying to help our town and the only person against is someone whose husband was fired by the guy and then she lost her job after her husband was fired something happened there and that's that's like right. the only proof they have but we know lois knows more uh but then we we see clark training with
1: jordan about controlling his strength this is where they they punch the giant log that uh shows that Johnny can do quite a bit of damage with one punch. Um, and John helps motivate him by telling him to maybe pretend like it's one of the kids that was bullying him. I wonder if that's going to, it's going to regret doing that later <laughs> on. Uh, but tag has been running around and he, he's been spying on Sarah as well. Um, and Sarah offers to babysit. So she's going to miss the game. So the lawn and Kyle can go out to dinner, but that's when tag is going to show up and sort of kidnap her. But I
0: think he's just looking for someone to yeah, help. Her. He gives a whole little bit of Greg Arkin vibes from small yes. in this. But, uh, again, I like the Sarah Alana scene and Sarah mm. offering to babysit. I thought that was cool of her um, tag. I think going straight to beating up Jordan and abducting Sarah seems a bit extreme for him. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know what he's been through with the DOD, really. Yeah, and I, I hope that's something that we get some more
1: information about because it seems like things are pretty bad there. Uh, and then we get the, the big game, the big football game. And once again, this this might be the worst football coach <laughs> Uh, that I have ever personally seen. He tells Jordan to just go in there and knock that linebacker on his backside. I thought Jordan was a safety, but I, you know, I guess small school, he's playing both ways, but he wasn't playing. So what? I don't I don't know. He's just going to go in his whiteout and then just go knock over someone. I don't really understand what
0: he's doing. He's a cornerback slash fullback. Very common. Yeah. Uh, I have right. a thousand. <laughs> he definitely has the build for a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thousand thoughts on football. Again, I want to rail the show. Yeah. But... Yeah, some interesting decisions here.
1: Yeah, but anyway, so this is where the first QB gets sacked and hurt because Jordan, surprises having a headache and can't handle himself. Um, but John then asks the coach to put him in his QB, which that's not how that works, but it works. And he just puts John in his QB, and Jordan takes out the linebacker, and Joe throws, John throws a touchdown, ends up winning the game. So
0: John finally got his shot, and he is good at football. So we know... I guess we know Metropolis is in the same state as Smallville now, so it must be in Kansas. Presumably, if they're playing football, I don't know if Kansas plays out-of-state high school games, but it's at least within a bus drive and a hotel stay overnight away. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they won't get into specifics of how close it is, because they'll want it to be whatever the story can be. Uh, But yeah, I guess it's not out on the East Coast like we had assumed.
1: Yeah, I wonder, uh, these new characters of the bullies from Metropolis, I wonder if this is something we're going to come back to, are they going to end up playing Metropolis again? Or are they going to overlap in some way? Or maybe they'll both go to the playoffs. I don't know if uh,
0: this will come back yeah, in some way. I don't Smallville and Metropolis High in the same division or class. Whatever I don't know. In Kansas. Yeah. Uh, I have lots of questions <laughs> about the football. Yeah. Why are they playing on Saturday afternoons? Do they do that in Kansas?
1: <laughs> uh, please write in if you're from Kansas and let us know. So Captain Luther shows up at Lois's and he's got two inspector badges. She's been trying to figure out a way to get into the mines, but, uh, he has these badges so they can investigate the minds together. This was the one part where I was a little, maybe a little upset with the way that Lois's character was being handled because she wasn't suspicious enough. But then we find out later that she immediately took a picture of these and sent them off mm-hmm. to somebody to have them analyze them and tell her about it. So I was, I was very happy for that little throwaway line, that detail of just Lois never trusts anybody. And she is very smart and she can see, uh, something that is not the truth she can tell that it's not the truth immediately and she will use her investigation
0: powers to uh to get to the bottom oh, yeah. of it. she's got to have questions i'm sure she's looked up reuters tech reporters and looked for marcus bridgewater and looked on him i'm sure right. she's investigated this but she's so desperate to get into the minds that she's willing to go with it play along for now but she's also doing her research and not going in blind i really like little just that little thing
1: um but we get to the end of the football game after that and the crows win but the whole smallville or the whole metropolis team dogpiles jordan and sets him off and he has to release his heat vision into clark's hands and this is uh this is very very dangerous and probably why he shouldn't have been playing but he uses an excuse later when they go back to the hotel room of like oh i only did it because you were here to help me i would have just held it in if it if you weren't here and i, I don't think his dad is buying that yeah, for a minute maybe, maybe,
0: but um cool creative idea and it looked it looked like Clark tried to hide it from whatever was any cameras and like that so hopefully they're safe but maybe there's a video of it later I, it's heat vision yeah, and I guess heat vision is visible we'll get into that later a lot of yeah. times it's just like in comics or the movies it's kind of assumed is for the audience so you see the red Mm-hmm. lasers or whatever is for the audience it's not necessarily visible to other people in universe but i guess here it is yeah and if
1: it's if the beams themselves aren't visible his face definitely <laughs> changes enough to to let people know that something is up so yeah hopefully there's no video of this which it does bring up the i, I forgot that's another kind of big point in this episode that the tag keeps bringing up is he has this video of the explosion and he he thinks that it proves that jordan did something and he shows that to sarah even and she has questions later about that so uh, that's where Sarah goes missing, too. Tag has kind of abducted her, and Lana and Kyle come back and find that, and they, they call uh, Clark because of that, and he has to run off and, and look for her. But at the same time, Captain Luther and Lois are investigating the mine, and he this is where he has his high-tech stuff, his handheld laser to cut the rock, and he knows a lot about XK, is what he calls the x kryptonite. he says it's reverse kryptonite. Uh, but before he can explain anymore, that's when Leslie Lars shows up and tries to kill him with heat vision. And his little rock cutting laser also doubles as a, a ray gun that he can use to to shoot people with. So if Lois was not 100% uh, skeptical before, she is definitely now. This is some
0: some weird stuff for some reporter to have. Yeah, I love that when they were talking about it, you know, fast forwarding, Lois tells Clark about that. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. Why does a reporter have a ray gun?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we... Sarah wakes up with Metropolis, or in Metropolis with Tag, and that's where he shows her the video. And uh, but Superman shows up and finds them, and he's trying to talk Tag off the ledge. Basically, he's trying to get him to trust him because the DOD is coming, and they're going to to use uh, some force to try to stop him. And in fact, they try to shoot him, and Superman jumps in the way to save the day. But he is hit with some kryptonite bullets, and he starts raging, almost using heat vision. On people, so this was very, very close to the edge of Superman going out of control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't know if there was something. At first, I thought maybe there was something special, like there was some sort of chemical with kryptonite infused, or something else. But it just kind of seems like they're just bullets that hit him, and that made him mad. I didn't know if there was some special ingredient or whatever that was making him mad. It just seems like this is really his gin happened. He seemed
0: mad that Sam Lee sent people out there with kryptonite bullets
1: yeah which mad superman is scary superman Mm -hmm. um but
0: as this is happening because
1: he's gone the boys sneak out of the the hotel room to go to the liquor store with some of the other players john is very reluctant he doesn't really want to do this but jordan does and of course things go south pretty quickly the metropolis kids show up yeah and this is we've we've talked about this jordan wants to punch one of them but john stops him and breaks his arm wrist and
0: hand or something he breaks a lot of stuff there and it's not good Uh, i guess it was his wrist that's what clark mentioned later it was and his arm was in a sling it looked like his wrist was wrapped up and stuff so i had to do
1: yeah but of course superman confronts sam lane about the kryptonite bullets and sam lane just gives the generic response that we always hear when somebody has kryptonite of he has to protect america and with from every single threat no matter what and it's not personal whatever but superman is he's not taking that he's he's pretty unhappy which understandably so
0: yeah, uh, another good conversation building on a deleted scene back in Episode 2 that he has, the Kryptonite, and that obviously comes yes. into play here.
1: Um, but this, this conversation, shut court; it is cut short because he has to run off because he hears that the boys are in trouble. And we also see that Lois doesn't believe Captain Luther, and she's asking him who he really is. But she also, that conversation is also cut short because she has to, to run off because of the boys. So two, two big conversations that uh, we want to get resolutions to, but we're not going to in this episode. Uh, but yeah, it turns out John's arm is is broken, his wrist is broken, and he, there's a chance he might not get to play again. And like we were talking about before, he's really mad at Jordan, and I, I wonder, he's going to have this cast on for a while, I wonder how long in-universe that's going to take for that cast to be on, like how many more episodes is he going to have the cast and not be able to play, and how long it's going to take him to get over that um, and not be mad at Jordan anymore. Yeah, that's a good
0: point if they're going to go week by week or if they're going to anything like that, but Clark did say takes longer for trust to heal than a broken wrist so i don't yeah. know if that's implying john's gonna have a problem going forward or if you know it's yeah. a larger piece of wisdom
1: yeah and this was that was a really good uh, conversation that clark had with jordan i i really enjoyed this where he was talking about never using his powers in a bad way and he said every time i use those powers that trust is tested he's talking about the trust that people have in him because he is he's more powerful than everything else and so you have to trust him to not use those powers for evil um and he's he's earned that but he says that it's tested every day he was even tested today when he got shot with those kryptonite bullets so it's i enjoyed this conversation and seeing this side from superman talking to jordan about the importance of you know it's like an everyday struggle to do that it's not it's not something that you just decide once and then it's done and you're like i am good now and i will never ever do anything bad it's it's something that he has to work on all the time
0: yeah, an interesting thought. Um, if he's constantly, you know, is he constantly, is he really constantly struggling with that? Or is it just something that occasionally pops up like when your father-in-law shoots you with kryptonite? Is that when that yeah. happens? Or is that like a regular thing? Like this rage underneath, which I don't really buy from this version of super But I get the larger point that he's going for there. And yes, it would, it could terrify a lot of people. He needs to earn their trust.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's more about to, I think, using your power strategically, not just kind of going off an instinct and just uh you can't be like a normal person who just has normal reactions to things you have to think in the moment which obviously jordan was not because he was going to punch a kid in the face you have to think in the moment of who am i and what can i do with these powers and what's going to happen if i if i lash out without thinking about the the consequences
0: yeah uh, clearly jordan's not looking at the big picture here, I mean, he's a teenager, he's dealing with some things, lots of struggles and all that, but what Clark and everyone is saying to him is, you gotta gotta look at the big picture here and see what your powers can do and how that can impact not just you, you know, you're having a bad day and punch something, okay, but what does that do, what what if you really, what if you what if the punch had landed on Cutter or whoever it was, Um, what if that Mm -hmm. happened and he clearly wasn't thinking he was just thinking, you know, I don't think he really wanted to kill him, obviously, but he was thinking, man, I hate this guy, and he's a jerk, and I want to punch his face off figuratively. Right. Yeah, it, it does make me wonder what
1: sort of path or arc Jordan is going to have because he's, like we've mentioned before, he's he's almost the villain of this episode, and he, he's got some work to do. There's There's been quite a few different things that have happened, but this is kind of, I think it's all kind of come to a head in this episode of he is not really prepared to, to have these powers, and maybe he's not in the right mental state to be to be using them yet because he is he's made some
0: pretty bad decisions and villain's probably a bad word for this but yeah. he's is the major i don't think it could really be argued that he's the major antagonist of this episode um and you wonder going forward is this rock bottom for him and he's going to bounce back up or is that gonna, going to continue
1: going forward and there's a nice moment with him and sarah too where she she tells him that it would be okay if he if he did have powers because she's showing him the video you Know it would be okay to tell me, and he just has to straight up deny it, and that that weighs pretty heavy on him because he can't share that with her. So, I, I'm assuming it's only a matter of time before she finds out, and I wonder if she's gonna find out and be mad that he didn't
0: tell her, or if he's gonna finally be able to tell her at some point. Yeah, and I don't know if that was just trying to draw parallels to Clark and Lana, um, yeah. especially the Smallville TV show. Like, how many times did Lana? ask Clark about something unexplained at the Kent Farm, and right. not Clark not be able to say it. I think that's what they're getting at there. Um, but I did really enjoy before that, the Lois and Clark conversation. Then we get once or twice an episode, but I love, you know, I enjoy any time they spend together, just the two of them talking about whatever, uh, mature yeah. adult conversations, uh, supportive conversations are really cool to see. It's like, Oh, Hey, I almost died today. <laughs> that, so that happened. <laughs> Which, <laughs> How many times has that happened in the series already? Oh, right. Yeah. So I mean, it'd be bigger news if she, didn't almost die today so i wonder if uh
1: she's gonna she's obviously pretty skeptical of marcus bridgewater right now and i wonder how far that investigation is going to go before superman steps in or hopefully they get to work together to to investigate that Uh, but we end with jordan having a seizure and clark having to fly him off to the fortress and he he uses x-ray vision and it looks like there is i don't know it looked like a bunch of stock a lot of shocks or electricity going on in his brain, so I'm not 100
0: yeah. percent sure what was what's happening there. Yeah, well, I guess we'll probably start with there, start there next week. Yeah. But cool, I think that was one of our first Lois Jordan's before that, where they got to talk. We've seen a little yeah. bit of Lois and John, Clark and the boys, but not a lot of Lois Jordan stuff yet. I don't, mm-hmm. And also Lana offering to help with help Lois look into Edge. I thought was really cool, and uh, keeping that from Kyle probably isn't going to make Kyle happy, but. I, I like this, what they're doing with Lana, and I like the Lana-Lewis relationship. Yeah, me
1: too. And just overall, this was, like I said before, I, I think this is a pretty pretty big episode. Lots of, like you said, not a whole lot of new things introduced, but a whole lot of continuation of the different storylines that we've been uh, setting up so far in the first
0: five episodes of the season. Yeah, definitely a slow, slower pace for a lot of the stories in here. But I guess that's it. If you don't want to, you know, look at future spoilers or anything like that, you can review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Uh, but next episode promo: Episode Seven, Man of Steel. Uh, anything you're looking forward to here? So Jordan is obviously still having problems.
1: Um, it looks like John is driving a truck without a cast, so I think maybe the speculation that we had before is not valid, and he's he's okay. I might
0: have might have missed the cast on him, but maybe he has. Healed already. He already right arm. Right. Yeah. Oh, I only see his left arm. So, I only see yeah. his, he's it driving. Might, with it his might still hand. be. <laughs> I think he's got a cast on. Okay. It's dark. Uh, but we also see Superman
1: say, "You're the stranger." So I wonder if he is confronting Captain Luther here, or it's obviously these trailers are always cut to be a little bit mm. misleading. So I wonder
0: who he's addressing at this point. Yeah, and you pointed out he's with someone. The stranger is or Captain. Yeah, is
1: somebody with some very interesting looking hair you can see if you pause it they've got a big poof of hair coming out of the back of their head so I I, I don't know if it's dark I can't
0: tell if it's like shiny if that's hair or maybe it's like some helmet type thing Yeah, you know I don't know if it's like Lois with some weird helmet on or something I have no idea what it is Mm -hmm. maybe it's that yeah and that that robot AI he has brought to life yes that's (laughs) what I was gonna say (laughs) Uh, but then the
1: stranger also says I'm going to kill him and who knows? These might be from flashbacks from his world, or it might be on this world. Mm. And we don't know who he's talking to. But uh, yeah, it seems like a lot of a lot of continuation with the the stranger storyline, which I'm I'm excited for because I I really enjoyed Captain Luther in this last episode. Like we said, he was very charismatic,
0: and he's he's a lot more interesting to me as a character uh, the farther we get along. That's a good point. Uh, showrunner Todd Helming's done a couple of interviews, and he said Episode 7 is very Captain Luther-heavy, so I think we're going to get—we yeah. very well could see his backstory, see what's going on on his Earth, or his old Earth, and what that's all about. So that's it. A little bit of news. Tom Cavanaugh is going to direct the Season 1 finale of Superman and Lois, according to him, talking to Entertainment Weekly, so Episode 15, the finale. He is known for Harrison Wells and various other Wells, as well as Reverse Flash on The Flash. Uh, I think he's departing that show sometime this season, but he has directed three episodes of The Flash in the past, including the 100th episode. He's done Ed. He's done a few shorts and things like that. Uh, a surprising choice, but uh, a good one, I think.
1: Yeah, not, I don't think a name I would have picked if he gave me a lot of time, um, but it does make sense. He's done this before. He's obviously been on and around CW superhero show sets for quite a long time, so he's got a lot of experience. But yeah, I, I think he's going to do a. Uh, really good. Yeah, job. I think
0: ideally, I would have liked someone who had previously directed to return just for continuity sake and everything. But I, I don't, I don't yeah. have a problem with him directing an episode, so uh, I think that's a good choice. I know some people want to see Reverse Flash or someone show up. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. But there was a Crisis on Earth X, if you remember, which was before everything changed with Crisis on Infinite earth where eobard did say he fought Superman once in the future. So maybe someday that will pay off. <laughs> But well, probably not this episode. Like yeah, said. well, definitely not. I, I would be <laughs> shocked for that. And I, I wouldn't want that in the season one finale. So. No. Uh, David Ramsey did talk Superman and Lois. He's directing episode seven next week. So, but his guest spot as John Diggle will not be that episode. It will be episode twelve. It sounds like they had some bigger plans with Diggle, and that kind of changed with the pandemic and everything. Uh, so he's going to appear in a different episode. It seems he refused. What was in that box in the Arrow season finale? And they're going to get into that, but. Um, he also mentioned something interesting. It sounds like they spend 10 days, days filming an episode for Superman and Lois, which most network TV, the other superhero shows, I think are all eight days on the mm-hmm. CW. So make it a couple more, if that's accurate, if that's what he meant. You know, it's a complex thing, but it sounds like they spend a little more time than other shows. Yeah,
1: which it's it's not a whole lot of time, but two days is quite a bit uh, considering that the, the standard is, is eight, like you said. So that, that is a lot more. Time percentage wise, it's like twenty five percent, and yeah, it's it's almost there. I would have to get a calculator to double check you, but that's that sounds right. Uh, no, that that's pretty cool though. um Yeah, I I wonder what they'll do with with Diggle now. I still wonder what their plans are for him. I I'm not hundred percent sure how they're how they'll use him and how mu- much it will just fit in with the show as opposed to just being kind of like a drop in cameo that is a nice wink and nod to people who know his character already. Yeah um
0: yeah i hope he fits in the show well because i think they moved to the tickles were moving to metropolis so it would make more sense for him to show up in this show than some of the other ones um yeah i I just episode 12 you think it could be a place where they do something weird almost filler uh before they build up towards the finale but hopefully it makes sense within the within the show and some other superman tv news my adventures with superman has been announced this is a new animated series That is going to focus on a young Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen as an investigative reporting team at the Daily Planet. It's going to have Jack Quaid voicing Clark Kent Superman, Alice Lee as Lois Lane, and it's got a two-season order from Cartoon Network and the HBO Max.
1: This is really exciting. This is, honestly, I would love to see a spinoff show where we see these live-action characters do this exact show but in live-action, but that's a lot to ask. That's not going to happen, so seeing it in animation is pretty cool, too, and the animation style... Uh, at least just from what we've seen it looks pretty reminiscent of the, the classic uh era of superman and batman animated shows that i grew up with so that it, it looks pretty cool and it, it's a really good
0: concept and i'm, I'm excited for it's it it's been but. a long time since there's been a superman animated series 25 years since the last one started so this is a long overdue and i think it's really cool i like everything there everything they mentioned here focus on the daily planet the journalism Clark kind of figuring out his secret identity and becoming a hero All of that, especially with Superman and Lois being so farther along, so far away from Metropolis, and the early days of Lois and Clark and all that. I really like this is focusing on that, especially uh, with those differences there. So it's cool. I don't know how much we'll talk about it here. Maybe if it's, uh, maybe we'll talk about the pilot or something like that. We don't know when it's going to debut or anything like that, but something we wanted to pass along. Yeah. All right. That's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon.